hello and welcome to The Queer Experience. My name is Eric Hermrein, I use he, they pronouns, and today we're playing the game called Crisis, which is about playing queer superheroes in a world that is not always on your side. Um, game Crisis is built on the belonging outside belonging system, which I've played once or twice before. Um, it is GM-less, it is diceless, it is a super narrative and collaborative game. Um, and the creator is Mitch Shywall. Um, so we'll put the link to the game and all of their social media in the show notes. Um, but to get started, I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have all of my guests introduce themselves, and I'm gonna have them introduce the character that they're playing for this actual play. Um, I'm gonna start with Corey, and we'll we'll go around in the in our order. Hi, my name is Corey. Uh, I use he/him pronouns. Um, you may have seen me as Boondock Joker trolling Eric here and there on <laughs> socials. Uh, my character, his name is Medios, and he uses he/him pronouns, and he is the mortal, uh, essentially the fat man, Hawkeye type character. Um, his background is he just comes from like a tough life growing up from a poor family as opposed to like the normal rich family that you'd see for these characters um, that have dealt with some demons in their life. And he's kind of had to struggle through that growing up and basically toughen up and become a superhero. My name is Earl. <laughs> I use he, him pronouns. I'm playing the Fox. Uh, my character's name is Ifwit. Use pronouns they, them. It is basically a changing a character who's able to change their physical form to match their mood or abilities. Uh, they are kind of tethered, uh, you know, a badgy, overgrown haircut, some well-used sneakers, um, able to perfectly mimic others. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dakota. I use they, she pronouns. Um, and I will be playing Molnia, the uh, legend uh, character uh, who uses they, them pronouns. Hi, I'm Ray. Uh, I use they, he pronouns. And uh, I will be playing the Atlas Captain Jupiter, um, who uses he, him pronouns. And uh, from what I understand, the Atlas is basically the Superman of the group. So I, I just could not refuse a chance to play my favorite and the best hero, hands down. <laughs> I feel like that's a different discussion for a different pod, and we can talk about why you're wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> you can you can be right in your wrongness, but uh, mm -hmm. I'm right in my rightness, so checkmate. <laughs> and on that note, I'm the fledgling, um, so I am playing Zell, who uses they, them pronouns. Uh, the fledging, I'll just read the little descriptor because I think it's really neat. Uh, yours is the power of untested potential. You are new to this, but your inexperience is outweighed by your dreams of a better tomorrow. For now, let's see if you survive today. Um, so Zell has um, aggressive himbo vibes, um, just wants to do great things, but doesn't always know how to do great things. Um my favorite part is that their costume is a domino mask and untied sneakers. Um, those are the two features that I chose for my costume because it felt <laughs> right. Um, so 
that's our characters. We'll we'll do a minute of um anything else that's on there. I know we've got to do some questions with each other to kind of see how we feel about folks. Um, but one thing I want to do real quick before we jump into that is I want to read this little paragraph um about the game that the the game developer put in the book. So it says, look up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Christ, and then it's like a comic book style, and it's like it's crisis. Crisis is a tabletop RPG about superheroes facing off against world-shattering events without letting themselves break in the process. While our heroes may be admired by the people they save, they are also set apart and isolated from those they try to save. Constantly throwing yourself in danger for people who no longer understand you has taken its toll on each of you in some way. And now the crisis has arrived and none of you may survive it. Um, so for folks who've listened, I think, to some of our other episodes and some of our, um, especially if you listened last week to Bro Hunters, uh, we get a little wacky in this pod sometimes. And I think the vibes of this one for our season finale are just a little bit different. Um, so this is a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say heavy, but if it's just a different vibe than what you're used to with this pod, know that we're we're really leaning into, I think, the vibes that this game is trying to to lay out for us. So on that note, let me look down. Um, why don't we... We'll do it in re- in reverse. Um, so we'll start with we'll start with Ray, and then I'll end. Um, you ha- everyone has two questions. So ask one left, ask one right. Um, and I know we it's a little bit hard on Zoom to pick like left and right, so just pick two people. Um, and then we'll just make sure once somebody gets asked two questions, then they're off the table. Okay, that should be math like mathematically how it works out. If I if my brain is functioning. So, uh, Ray ask, asks your two questions. Um, Dakota. Yes. Why do you feel you can never trust me? Because you are, but a, um, at least compared to me, you are but a mortal. You are but human. Technically not human, but okay. <laughs> compared <laughs> to me, compared. you are. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, hmm. um, Earl. Um... My question is, how have you helped ease my burden? I've um, just been able to take on the forms of characters or persons close to you. And I've I've been able to, you know, always offer a shoulder of liberty, a moment of joy in this very dark and ever encroaching crisis. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, and then Ray, before we move on, is there anything else you want us off your character sheet you want us to know about your about your person? Yes. Um, so as far as like costume features, I've picked uh, a face revealed but never recognized and flattering tights because I'll never look good in tights. Let's just be honest. <laughs> um, and then um, as far as like so the way the Atlas works is it works on a balance of you can have as many powers as you like. But you also have crushing responsibilities, which are basically because of your power, you don't have access to these. So um, I have super strength and vulnerability, enhanced senses, super speed and flight. 
Um, so I cannot have a loving relationship, supporting friends, a comfortable home, gainful employment, or a good night's sleep. All right. So that's that's where I went with that one. Okay. Just I just imagine that Jupiter is constantly on guard and always answering the call. All right. Um, Dakota. Yeah, so um Eric. Mm-hmm. What have you heard of me? For mm. for context, I'm playing the legend. Yeah. And the summary is yours is the power of stories immortal in their telling. You have existed throughout history fighting for humanity. So what what have you heard of me? Oh goodness. Oh, and what my ha- my identity is Thunder speaking its name. Oof. I love all the descriptors on this. This That's is pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Um I think I have heard what have I heard? I want to say that I I've heard like I know all the stories, I know all the legends, I know all the things and the greatness that you've done, but I feel like my character has also heard those wisps of like the loneliness that you feel of just being such a big lived forever superhero and all the things that you've seen. Um and I feel like there's a piece of like for all of us that that's a piece of like what comes with the job, but it, you do such a good job, I think, of masquerading it and always having that good face. But I've heard kind of more of that rumblings of just like that maybe sadness that's that's in there a little bit more. Uh, and then I feel like who? Wait, I'm I missed who's who's playing the mortal again? Was that you, Eric? No. That is me. Oh, that is you, Corey. Okay. That's what I thought, but I had to remember. So, Corey, uh, how do you restore my hope? Um, I think you know the dark, like, upbringings that I've been through as, like, you know, a, a young child and teenager, um, basically just dealing with, like, you know, abusive family, things like that and just a bad household and instead of falling back into that circle i've decided to break that chain and become better than that and showing that you know the reason you've been fighting for humanity for so long is that humans can can be inherently good and worth fighting for since i'm just a normal human I think that kicks us over to Earl. Um, so my identity is the kaleidoscope, um, and the characters kind of by the way I have them, them broken out is a reflection of all the characters around them. So it's kind of like a weird kind of multifaceted, uh, funhouse a walk in funhouse mirror. Is how I'm thinking of it. Um, so I will ask my first question to Ray. Uh, why do you envy me? I think I envy you because you can escape your identity. If you don't want to be quote unquote on, you don't have to be. 
And I think that's something that Jupiter greatly envies because boy, would he just love to not be every once in a while. Uh, and Eric, mm-hmm. uh, how can I always shift your spirits? How can you what? Shift your spirits. Mm. Um, I feel like I feel like even based on what you said about how you interact with with Captain Jupiter about like changing into people and like making him feel good, I think that's that's the piece for me is that I I you lift my spirits because you you bring a little bit of that joy to the table. And like you find, maybe it seems to me at least like you found some happiness in being a superhero, regardless of whether or not that's true. I think it's true. Um, Because I am hopeful and artistic. (laughs) Um, All right. And then I think for me, that leaves Dakota and Corey for questions each. Um. All right, Dakota, um, or actually, Mo, uh, Molnia. Yes, Molnia. Okay. Mo, oh, Mol. Yeah, you've got it right there on the Zoom screen, Molnia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Molnia. Um, how does it make you feel being my idol? I'm used to it, but also being more being so close to you is awkward okay and what 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 makes what makes it awkward for you i have spent a lot of time separated from people Mm. and while i'm used to being idolized i'm not used to being near those who idolize me okay cool um and uh Medeos, why are you sad when you look at me? Um your like spryness of being like the fledgling and happy to be around is uh kind of inspiring and which makes me wish I had a better life and I had a better outlook because I am the broody character where I'm more of like a loner and don't really have any friends and hard to trust others but like being able to see someone just kind of ready to get at it and just like oh makes me reflect and be kind of somber about that like oh what could have been all right um no and i probably should go through like a couple of my other things so i've got um so my identity is i'm falling without a net um i have athletic limbs and an awestruck face um artistic and hopeful i am not prepared or egotistic so i will never have a plan um i have impossible agility and i'm super lucky i just want to help other people um and they what is it i'm trying to leave behind um a fist raised in anger and my nightmares so dark past, but somehow sunny disposition, at least externally. Um, all right. So the last quick thing we're going to do before we jump into. Yeah, I got to ask my question. Oh, oh, sorry, Corey. I'm sorry. Oh, I took... <laughs> it's all good. Um, so I'll, I guess I'll describe my character a little bit more with the, the, the features and all that. 
uh, my identity I put as the silhouette, just kind of like fade into the dark and not really wanting to be in the limelight. Uh, my look is the tired expression with calloused hands. Uh, costume features are just kind of like tactical gear that you probably find at like a army navy surplus. My guy doesn't really have money, so he needs to scrounge what he can. Uh, and then a belt with too many pouches. Uh, features are in um, inspiring and athletic. Uh, and I'm not intimidating or aggressive. Uh, gadgets and martial arts exper uh, expertise are really all I have for powers, quote unquote. <laughs> and then um, I only, uh, really only trust myself. And without the work, I think I'm worthless. And then for questions. <clears throat> so for for Captain Jupiter, do you think I belong here? Um <clears throat> well uh how do I put this lightly? You have an <laughs> honest heart and you try hard, son. And that's what's important. If if there were more people like you. Um, you know, my job would be a lot easier. But also, you know, just hide behind something very thick and metal whenever whenever, you know, things get rowdy, just just know that. Um don't and, get and, Yeah, and, and if not, you know, I'll always be there to to make sure you don't. I'll I'll you you can trust me that way. Okay. And then or Earl. Sorry, I forgot your character's name. Uh, it's Kaleidoscope. If with. Um, so I'm going to go. Oh, Kaleidoscope was your identity. Identity. <laughs> <laughs> um. Why do you make me suspicious? Um, I think for the same reason I make everybody else happy is that there's an inherent distrust of somebody who you don't necessarily know what their base form is, what their base personality is. It's like you want to understand like what is the actual person hidden behind this kind of metamorphosis. I like it. It's pretty much exactly what I would be thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we've got like two, two more like elements of, of kind of getting the world set around us. So everybody, so we, there's six environments that come into play in this game. And the way that that mechanic works when we're playing is if a certain thing comes up or if a certain thing happens, um, like for example, I'm holding the, right now I've got the sirens in front of me. And so this is like our authority, um, basically like kind of military, um, that kind of thing. So this is like pick up win things seem like they couldn't get any worse. So like if we're in a really, really rough situation um, or if it says another element is being too loud. So if I think we're in a space where it couldn't possibly get worse, I can quote unquote, pick up the sirens and bring them to the forefront of our story. And they've, they all the, the like elements have three moves. And after you ask, and after you, you make a move, you ask, what do you do? And that prompts more of us to kind of engage. Um, this one, then they all have like criteria of like when you give them away. So this one is actually, this one says give away when you feel dirty inside um, or when it feels right. Uh, so the elements of the city that we're in and the space that we're in will kind of come to life in the game as we all kind of 
pick those up and put those down throughout and that'll keep kind of the story going. So if we ever find ourselves in a spot where like, maybe we're not sure what to do, we pick up one of those if it feels right to kind of prompt some things. Um, so with that, we have to kind of name the things that we have in this city that we're in. So I'll do my two real quick and then we'll we'll go around and have our people talk about the ones that I had them fill out for. So the streets, the veins of the city, the blood or the, the people, it's blood. Um, I've said there, there are two aesthetic elements are neon lights and decorated sidewalks. I like the idea of like, we're in crisis and things are kind of shitty, but everything's kind of overly vibrant around us. I like that juxtaposition. It feels very um like big hero six kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, um and the desires of the streets are to make demands and halt progress. Um, and the moves that it had gives the the moves are gives a voice to the many, have a player's mundane life come knocking or call for aid at the worst possible moment. Um, and you pick this up when you need to feel grounded or when you travel through the city. Um, and then I also had the sirens, which again are the like authority. So they have, um, they have identical uniforms and they have, uh, I'm going to say clenched fists that they're always like on the cusp of wanting to punch you. Um, their desires are to beat people down and demand loyalty. So I see them as kind of like, just like very blatant authoritarian propaganda. And like, if you don't fall in line, then like, you're not, they're going to punch you. Um, so not great vibes. Um, let's go intro order. So we'll do Corey, Earl, Dakota, Ray. Uh, talk to us about your the thing that you filled out. Okay, so I have the screens, so which is says uh, the voices you can't escape. Everywhere you turn, you will find people sharing their opinions, values, and beliefs. They've never been more connected and yet still so divided. Um, so our aesthetic elements for that are talking heads and camera phones. Um, thinking that you know you're always going to be recorded, blasted on social media, and people are going to be saying what they say, whether it's true or not about mm -hmm. your characters uh this and is... then oh sorry i was gonna say this is feeling very dark knight returns <laughs> <laughs> and then the desires are to report uh report peril and question motives uh, i was thinking kind of like you know they report the peril i'm like well why aren't they doing anything about this particular crime that's happening right in front of me or you know there's just too many things going on at once and we're just constantly being questioned on are we really ones they can trust? Um, the moves for this are uh, changing the public opinion, asking hard questions, or recklessly spread information. Uh, and then you pick it up when you want to zoom in on something, or you feel there isn't enough drama. And then give away when you uh, you tire of the spotlight, or it feels right. Okay, I am playing the sewers. Uh, there's always a side you don't want to show. The city has its cast-offs and people that it's filled. When left to fester, you get anger, violence, and people in masks. My two aesthetics are people in masks, or mask face, and graffiti. I think it's people who kind of want to hide their shame, but also want to be part of this new civilization. 
And the graffiti is their way to kind of communicate their messages to both the people down there and folks who are coming or seeing it for the first time. Uh, their two desires is to be a dark reflection of the, there's a bright neon city above us. And then we have people hiding their faces down here in the sewers and to shatter their delusions. Um, moves, twist the player's actions to cause collateral damage. Spotlight a hero's flaws or fears. Introduce a threat. After you, oh, pick up when you need to add conflict. You want to twist the knife. Give away when the darkness feels suffocating. Very uplifting. Uh, and I will also be playing the skyline. So when you look up in the sky, what do you see? Skyline is an element of hope, but also where our heroes live. Above the city, they are able to take a moment and breathe. So our aesthetic elements for the skyline are, of course, skyscrapers in this neon-covered city, um, <laughs> but also watchful gargoyles um, who are all on top of these lovely skyscrapers. Um, the desire of the skyline is to shine light and grant hope to the people down below. Um, our, my moves for it would be to provide a changed perspective or fresh insight, foreshadow disaster as thunder does lightning, or push together characters who need to clear the air. Um, we pick up the skyline when... Uh, you need to have a moment to yourself or you need to escape right now um, and give it away when you need to face something real. And Ray. Yes. Okay. I am playing the seasons. The world expresses itself, whether through oppressive heat or companionable rainfall, the seasons shape the mood of the city. It is a subtle thing and not a color of in the palette but the canvas itself. So I can choose two aesthetics and um, the two I have chosen um, are Howling Winds and um, Steady Rain. I think will work really well for this. Yeah. Um, and, and then for the two desires, um, I think I'm going to put down um, Cause Chaos and um, Light Fuses. I, I like I like that combination. I feel like the background aesthetic may really work well for that. Um, so thematically, mechanically, the game, the way the game is intended to work is technically you can pick up any of these at any time if they if you feel like they have been triggered. I will say okay. since we are playing this virtually and some of that, that's a little bit harder to, to juggle a bunch of things when they're not necessarily always in front of you. If you want to hone in on kind of the one that you read off and kind of just keep that in the forefront of your brain, if that triggers and you want to jump on it, but if something else comes up and you're like, Oh, like that feels like that feels like the streets. I want to jump on that one. Um, and I'm going to pull the streets into, into this. Uh, you can do that. All right. Um, so again, so the way that this will work is I'm going to roll some dice real quick and tell us what our crisis is. All right, situation. Uh, people are being secretly replaced. 
which feels very apropos as Secret Invasion is airing presently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. One of us is behind the crisis. Not it this time. <laughs> I feel like there's one character <laughs> in particular that could easily replace others. And and well, this is narratively, so we can take it in any direction that we want. It could be any of us. Um, and uh, the detail is that we are the last heroes standing. So I rolled a two, a one, and a one and got people are secretly being replaced. One of us is behind the crisis and we are the last heroes standing. So now that we've done all being replaced with and this we can talk about. So what what do we think that like what is does do we think is it it could be like we could go a robot route. We could go kind of a I feel like we're in a very cyberpunky universe. Cyber goth universe. <laughs> I would I would agree with that. So I was thinking like just like immediately thought of like replicants from like Blade Runner type thing. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's great. Like I'm here for it, definitely. It's, it's a fleshy metal person who has social media profiles uploaded into them so they can replicate the best quote unquote selves. And bot. Yeah, it's like a yeah. spinning image. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah, they're and... they're the quote unquote perfected versions of the people they create. They replace easily programmed by the totalitarian police that we apparently have. Yeah, <laughs> the sirens. Um, all right. So what I'm gonna say is so, and we're we're in this um. Let's say that we'll start up in the skyline. Let's say we're going to start up there. Um, how do we think we came about getting this information? Like, how do we know that people are being replaced? Um, my character basically has two people close to him. Um, a cherished pet and the funny friend. And my funny friend isn't so funny anymore. Um mm. The one person I know in and out and the only person I could trust is like something's off about him. So kind of like scope out and I don't know if like maybe we have like a like a league or group or something sort of deal. I could just like sort of justice leaguey. I'm not sure whatever you guys want, you know, you all want to go with it. Um and then I could report it in or I could be like the rogue guy who's who has a lead and like, hey, I, I just seem like the crazy person handing out papers. Like, we have people missing. Like, here is proof. And I also add to that, since it's part of the game element, is like perhaps it's uh, people you don't necessarily. Tr- it's a conspiracy theorist on social media on their screens who are telling us about like my friends being replaced. This is not the same person I was talking to. Um, so there's also that element of like paranoia. Is it actually happening? Is it or is it are these people the outsiders? I really love that idea of like taking Wildfire up the social screens. media. Yeah. And taking <laughs> up the screens of like people like quote unquote reporting on this and you just give you like, no, this isn't happening. We're, we're all totally okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why you're saying we're being replaced. And so where, how, where do we like, which... where, so I try, I think trying to keep it on like a, 
like for us in character, how are we, are the, are the four, like we're the four of us together and then we spot Medeos yelling and screaming about people being replaced. <laughs> Cause I feel like that's kind of the vibe right now is that Medeos is like, a friend is not my friend. Um, and then pulling up the, the social media accounts, like, look at it's going like wildfire. Everyone's saying this. Yeah, I feel like or- maybe Medeos made it up to the skyline where mm. all the heroes live. Yeah, because the person of the streets. Yeah, you're a person of the streets, but you're the like extraordinary yeah. person of the streets who actually yeah. made it up there. <laughs> I love the visual of you like bursting into our our conference room or whatever with you know the big table. This is sort and of like just... Watch Mini. <laughs> I love yeah. that. <laughs> Rorschach coming in like, ah, trust me. <laughs> and you just slap down like, you know, pieces of paper and like pointing all this out. It's just like, when was the last time you got a good night's sleep, bud? I haven't. In 35 years. Um, I'm going to I'm going to start the game off by I'm going to take a move. I'm going to take an easy move right away and give myself a token. Um, and for these, like, however you all want to keep track of them, just keep track of your own. Um, I'm going to give in to fear and panic. I'm going full panic. Like he comes in and is like, oh my God, my friends have been replaced. I'm like, this is happening. It's real. It is happening. I look at everybody and I'm like, any of you could be replaced. How do I know? How do I know anyone in this room is real? Medeos, how do I know you're real? If what? Captain Jupiter? Molnia? I can prove that one. And does anybody have a gun? I can just, you know, I can catch the bullet if if you want, or you know, shoot it in my hand. What whatever you need. But how do we, we know? That. How do we know? How do we know what they can and can't replicate? Okay, I'm going to say this right now. I'm not a robot. Okay. I I I I now I feel like you're protesting too much. I don't I don't I I, I can't trust you folks anymore. I don't. Like you're telling me like you know what they can and can't do, but we you said he just said he doesn't believe they exist. I'm gonna take a moment to to gain a token and prove myself the smartest in the room by saying I've been talking about this for months and no one believes me. You've all been too busy with your superpowers up here to think about the small people and all their friends just being taken away. I have evidence and facts that I've been researching without y'all. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just light a cigarette and start smoking it. And I'm like, all right, show us your evidence. Let's make your argument, I guess. Let's... So I'll bring out like a, you know, like a sort of like a, a journal, just been keeping track of um, my friend, quote unquote, who, you know, I used to be close with and suddenly he's had a change of heart and is just distant even though he's never been distant before so as any you know mentally well person would do i follow him on the day-to-day basis and i see him going into this one peculiar building that a lot of random people seem to be going in that seem to have no connection with each other like people with all different kinds of um outfits on uniforms there's really no like rhyme or reason it doesn't look like a business of any sort it doesn't look like people could be working here like you have your your people in homeless robes, things like that, all the way up to business suits and 
you know, even like some of this, the military that we see walking around, the military police kind of thing. And I have like photo evidence on crappy like Kodak fake pictures because I can't afford a real camera. Um, well, yeah, what are how are you responding to all this stuff? So Molina is sitting there fairly stoic, not really saying much, but seemingly from nowhere, I pull out a bottle of vodka and just start (laughs) drinking from it. Um, and I will give myself a token for giving into excess. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. Fun fact, Molnia can't get drunk. <laughs> but by drinking a, by an entire bottle of vodka, maybe feels a little bit of something. Yep. Um, um, oh, go ahead. I, go I, ahead just, I, I'm going to give myself a token and get distracted. And I'm going to, oh, these are such nice pictures. Uh, what type of camera did you use? pull out something that you'd find at like a cvs <laughs> just like this little <laughs> box camera that you have to like scroll like <laughs> oh yeah no ones. cool trick with those and you just like hit the edge of it. anyway yeah how much did you yeah, pay you for probably it have, you probably haven't seen one of these in 20 years i really haven't um i'm gonna give myself a token and um i'm gonna seek action rather than introspection okay so um what are we doing standing around for we know where it's at Let's level the place and figure out what's going on after that. You stop at its source, then you solve the problem, right? I'm going to, like, jump in front of you and be like, but, like, but what if there's innocent people in the building? Like, what if we hurt somebody that's not a robot? Like, you don't, we don't know. They could be anybody. I think before we just go and level a building, we should actually try and get inside. I just didn't think it'd be safe enough for me to do on my own. And I'm still here wondering, like, when did we start trusting this information? Like, we're just ready to, like, level this building. We heard nothing. Like, these pictures, like, the camera's nice, but they're very grainy. How do we know it was, like, staged? Um, I'm I'm going to give myself a token, and I'm going to do our first, because we need to make sure we're all doing this throughout the game. I'm going to invite the crisis to advance. I'm going to draw two cards, and then I get to choose which one of them... So I have a four of clubs and a seven of diamonds. Seven of uh, diamonds create tension and dread. Clubs are indirect or collateral damage. Um, I'm going to take the creating tension or dread. And I think the other card just goes into the discard. I think I discard. Yeah, it goes into the discard. Um, So seven of diamonds is a brawl in a crowded alley a spilled barrel fire, the match striking the powder. Um, so I'm going to say that we we head to the building where uh, we're going to convince Captain Jupiter to not level it, but we're going to go, and I think to appease Ifwit, we're going to go to the building and see if the information seems like it has probable, like we have cause to like further investigate. Um, I will say that Zell fully is into it. Fully, there are robots taking over the world and we need to stop them. Um, and I definitely believe that all of you can do that. Um, and, but as we arrive, there is a group of people from the city who are just like, 
beating the crap out of somebody in the alley next to the building. Um, and like we stumble upon that as we come into like this situation is a group of people beating a, a person up. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and gain another token and I'm going to take on a burden I needn't have. And okay. I want to make that protecting this person by all means. Okay. So um, I want to just like speed in and just like catch a few hits and then literally catch someone's fist. <laughs> Be like, hey, now that's not the neighborly way to do things. And and this is the hard part with that, like with the GM list game is like when stuff like this happens, I think we can all kind of contribute to like, how does that person respond or what does that look like um, kind of in this narrative? So maybe uh, if wait, what is that? What's that like? What happens when Captain Jupiter starts running in and. I'm going to I'm going to use this opportunity. Uh, part of my power set is elemental form. And I'm going to turn into water to see if I can find a entrance away from this fight. It's going to draw attention to people. And I still want to get inside the building and kind of figure out what's going on. I don't know. I'm not necessarily one for violence. I am here, <laughs> you know, for other things. I just want to scope out and make sure, you, you know, before we destroy this building, what's going on. So I'm going to try to find an entrance that I can squeeze in through as water. Okay. Uh, I guess... Medios or Molnia, are there things that y'all are doing? I'll run up to the person that was getting beat up to see, like, if they're breathing. <laughs> it seems like they're getting jumped by a bunch. Uh, kind of get them up, see what's going on, what's causing the situation. This person's talking to us. Um, they seem to be thinking that this this person was replicant, so now I'm going to uh, gain a token and lose myself in past trauma and grab this person. And start interrogating them in a not so nice way. Uh, just saying, hey, like, what's going on in this building? Was this where you were? Are you coming from here? Are you going? Are you leaving? Are you entering? What's going on? Uh, whoa, whoa, okay. Um, we're not here to badger somebody. And I'll I'll lean in. Like, look, one way or another, this person's a victim, and it's our job to protect them and make sure this doesn't get any get out of hand so I'll, I'll kind of let the person go and that person just kind of gets up and scatters off runs away from everyone before telling us a word like all right well i'll trust you this time but that might don't make it be the last uh Mol molnia what are what are you up to um so i was sort of just passively sitting back um looking at the situation as it did not seem to really concern me. Um, however, trying to, I was trying to assess if the fight seemed to involve anyone who was perhaps a replicant, a replaced person. Mm. It's like, uh, were the people beating up the guy possibly replicants? Yes. Okay. And from what I could see, that was not the case. All uh, all of the people seemed to be 
uh, normal, or at least incredibly well replicated. Um, but there was definitely an air of paranoia happening. And I must say that uh, Zell like has run up and is just kind of like frantically being like, "Oh my goodness! Wait, where did the guy go? Is he okay? He was getting the crappy out of him. I don't know. Like, is he good? Did he? Does he need medical attention? Why did we let him go? And who are these bozos? And why are they punching people? I don't. And Medeos, why were you throwing that guy against the wall? He was the one that was getting beat up. Uh, I'm going to take this uh, moment to pick up the screens and okay. say that uh, a few people in the crowd started uh, live streaming this whole situation with mm. some of this being filmed on us, you know, saving the day, like saving this person's life. But at the same time, like, were there ulterior motives? Are they just trying to get at this person themselves? Why are they going after innocent civilians? You know, instead of just saving them, we have one pulling up against the wall. Um, so I feel like this is uh, the move of recklessly spreading information, okay. whether it's misinformation or regular, because now it's starting to draw people, more people to the area. Like, oh, that's that street's right over, uh, you know, a couple streets over. Let's start like we're starting to draw in a crowd now. But the live stream is going on. Okay. So, and when you when we do these moves, you'll you like so it's recklessly spread information. And then you always ask afterwards, like, what do you do? Which I guess would be directed at me since I was having a moment in the street. Um, and I'm going to say. I am going to spend a token and I'm going to ask for what I need. Um, so I'm going to use the moment of all the cameras being on me. To say, oh, my goodness, everybody, this is what's happening. People are getting turned into robots and we're trying to figure out what's happening. And what I really need from everybody is for you. And I think this is where my, my, my naive, I can't say that word, but my naiveness uh, is like, I just need you all. If you see anything weird or see anything that's not normal that you like, you report it. You know, like, see something, say something. Like, you gotta, you gotta tell somebody. And you should definitely somehow tell us. And not the authorities, because they're not helpful. You're gonna completely destroy our hotline, our tip line. <laughs> that we like, have like, to, yeah. At, so while this is going on, you folks hear, like, a really weird, like, creaking, oh, door opening up behind you. Mm -hmm. And... I walk out kind of grainy because I took the photograph and I replicated the one of the persons on it. So it's still kind of grainy. And I'm like, oh, come here, guys. You have to see this. And I'm going to invite the crisis to advance as we I open the door to the building. <laughs> All right. So we have two diamonds. Uh, one is a nine. One is a four. Uh, I'm not sure if we're supposed to like... Let me look real quick. If we just look at the... Yeah, so I guess just pick a number for me if we nine or four. Four. Okay. So nine goes into the discard, four goes over here. Um 
Doors locked, windows barred, the city holds its breath before the blow. So what happens? <laughs> so I open the door to let you folks in. And as I'm waving you on, it just shuts down. And everything, like, fences and everything drops down around the building. So now we have to find a new way in. Okay. And I'm going to turn to Molnia and be like, you, you always know what to do. You know what to do. I, I've been managing the information side of things and I think I've got a good handle on it. Like, I think I'm doing a good job. Um, how do we get into the building though? And Molnia just sighs like the biggest sigh you've ever heard <laughs> and just says, oh, child, and spends a token to remove an obstacle by blasting a hole in the building with lightning. I like it. Um, also, my untapped potential is that I'm super lucky. So when I talked to the crowd and told them all to like go tell us if they see weird things, they actually seem to be like, okay. And like, like we are going to, I'm going to say like down the line, we're going to get an actual useful tip from whatever they have found. Yeah. That's because that's just the vibe that I bring. Love it. Um, yes. Kind of full circle because if we just like again, we came here not to be off this building, we're building a hole to the to the side of it now. Like, uh, we have to make sure that there's no collateral damage when we get in there. I mean, we could have just knocked the door just up behind us. I wanted to show you folks, and all of this showed up now. So, all right, so I like Zell's looking around, everybody being like, okay, but like, who's going in first? It probably shouldn't uh, be me. My shoelaces uh, aren't tied. I, I I got this. I'll I'll go <laughs> first. It's okay. I've also decided in my headcanon that my untied sneakers are because I want ones that are easy to slip on when I need to put on my hero costume. But my hero <laughs> costume is literally like it's Mr. Rogers changing his shoes and then putting on this little mask. Like I'm still wearing my t-shirt and jeans I had on earlier, but it's okay. just the pair of shoes and the the little domino mask that Okay, but that's like my favorite like hero aesthetic is very low maintenance, like you know, a single color shirt with maybe a jacket and just a mask. Like that's yeah, I love it. But it's untied sneakers because they're easy for me to get on and I don't have to worry about tying them. I'm I'm glad you're concerned about getting on and not getting off. Okay, sorry, I had to <laughs> You need one. At least one. <laughs> you need one. Yeah. All right, so All wait, right. Captain yeah. Jupiter, did you say you're going in? Yes. Yes, and if need be, I can spend a token here. Because um, it sounds like we've kind of aggroed this place, and if not, you know, shooting lightning at the building may have done it. So I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and just just spend this token uh, to protect others by placing yourself in the way. So I think by mm -hmm. going in the first, like, it can definitely be me if we want to take up some kind of um, action from the crisis. Okay. Which, I mean, I guess I could also gain a token by doing that. Do you want to advance the crisis? Do you want to do it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. let's go ahead. Let's, let's advance this crisis. Let's see what we get. Oh, so we have a king of hearts and a king of diamonds. And uh, so hearts is uh, expanding the setting 
and diamonds is creating tension and dread. Okay. Um, so to expand the setting, I kind of want to describe what the inside of this building is. Can can I do that? Yeah, let me... Um, uh, okay, so... Yeah, so I think you can you can do that, and and as we go in, so the description of this is, uh, the dawn rises, a grateful city thanks you, a quiet moment to rest. So I'm gonna say, I think when we go in, like whatever, like we didn't actually hurt anybody, and like we did a good thing, in whatever way. So why why is this such a good thing that we did by by blasting open the door, Captain Jupiter? Okay, so. Um, um, also, everyone gains a token, so oh, give, cool. give yourself a token. I want to say that it comes out, you know, maybe someone from the medical staff, like, approaches me and thanks me for what happened, because this, first of all, doesn't appear to be anything more sinister than just, it's a free clinic that has been badgered by by a lot of people for you know baseless rumors of you know uh of replicating and changing out people that's that's not what we do here where our there our founder take, taking on this role of this medical professional explaining this our founder um just f got very lucky with the um with with bio research and has discovered a way to you know, basically the unified theory of medicine. It's it's a cure-all. People come in, they see us in our clinic, and they come out completely cured. You know, after one injection, it's it's perfectly fine. They're perfectly fine. So, um, you know, whenever that violence happened outside, that triggered our our lockdown protocols. Um, it was by an overeager intern, and um, you know that that cut us. It's it's a huge hassle to get out of lockdown procedures um, in this day and age, as you all know. So I just, you know, I'm very thankful that you all came in and opened the doors so we can still be seeing clients. All right. I'm going to spend a token. Okay. And it's going to be for finding connections that others miss. Mm, okay. And then every time this person's talking, uh, to Captain Jupiter, I'm sitting here in the in the back, just kind of watching. Uh, this kind of like an odd misstep in the way they speak. They kind of have like a a rhythm that they're talking in, that doesn't make it seem like this person's you know on the up and up. This is they're not actually telling us the truth. Um, and that there there should be a little some um more investigation being going on here. Uh, and I kind of want to just like <laughs> progress the crisis <laughs> again at that point, just from my questioning, it's just be like, no, this, this is still isn't right. Um, my character is just naturally paranoid. Um, by the way, okay. for my tip, my tips, it just tells me to treat everyone with suspicion pretty much. All right. So increasing the crisis, uh, so we got a heart and a spade and the spades are the like bad ones. The spades are the ones you basically don't want. So spades are death and suffering. 
Um, and like those, if we um, put the spade back, the uh, we shuffle it back into the deck versus putting it in the discard. Um, and once we have two spades on the on the board in front of me, so to speak, we'll move on to Act Two, which is where we'd start drawing uh, three cards. Uh, you now, yeah, you now draw three. If you would discard a spade instead, put it on the top. So you'd still pick one, but you draw three. So we're going through the cards faster to build up more of the spades. Let's do it. Let's grab the spade. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh god. Okay. And it's a king of spades, which is probably the worst. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love it. All right, Corey. So, atrophy, amputation. Once you had a gift, but gifts can be taken back. Was it ever really yours? Strike out a power. I'm so glad you got this card. (laughs) You have auto powers. You're good. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, Jupiter can cross out one and still have five. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the mortal, the non-powered one of us gets to lose a power. That's great. Oh, Corey, God. what powers do you have? Um, so I don't have powers. I have wonderful toys. <laughs> so I assume it's one of those, right? <laughs> yeah. Toy? yeah. Um, so I guess I'll lose my gadgets. Okay. How do you lose? Uh, actually, can I do something and... I'm going to pick up the sewers uh, because I want to add conflict and I'm going to twist a player's action to cause collateral damage. I'm actually going to twist kind of a combination of like Ray and or not Ray of Captain Jupiter and Molnia of like blowing open the door and then coming in and just like clearing the way for there no, to be no security. And a like group of people in these masks that we know to be like these sewer dwellers come rushing into the building. Um, they, as they, as someone comes running by uh, Medeos, they grab your gadgets off of your, like off your belt. Um, as they start like looting and grabbing things everywhere. They're like, not, you see them like trying to run over and like, they're destroying the, like the shots that they're injecting people with. Um, and they're not saying anything. It's just a very quiet and very quick, like orchestrated. They're running in like and a just, horde kind of, yeah, they're just like wrecking the place as there's no security. In the, the There's a hole in the wall. Um, so I'll say, uh, maybe like if it or Mol- Molnia, cause I feel like I'm trying to balance people, making sure we all got, we all got some airtime. Uh, what do either of you do in this moment I pardon me once to <laughs> invite the crisis to advance but we'll hold off on that for a second um I will say that um if if we just starts freaking out uh you know uh there's people rushing in there's people talking you know there's a hole in the roof they don't know what's going on. So they just kind of sit in the corner, rocking back and forth, hoping for everybody to disappear. 
Uh, they, they again want to avoid conflict, but there's a lot of different elements at play right now, and they still don't know what's going on. Okay. Uh, Omega, on the other hand, is over it. They have been sitting back, waiting for the mortals to figure things out amongst themselves, and it has not been happening, and now there is a throng of people invading this building that we still don't know is, is doing positive or negative things. So I will use a token to inspire fear or awe mm. and uh, just like basically lightning starts shooting out of me in every direction and like thunder booms incredibly loudly throughout the building. I'm not actually attacking anyone with said lightning, but it's just shooting out in directions. Um scaring away the throng of people um who have run through the building. I have a really important question for you, Molnia. Mm-hmm. Do you ask them if they know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was saving that for later. Um, <laughs> but no, I just, I, I'm not targeting anyone specific. I'm just literally getting, like, causing fear amongst this throng of people who've decided to take this moment and invade the uh, space and making everyone clear out, basically. Okay. I'm, I'm just picturing, see- like, full, like, Galadriel in Lord of the Rings when she's like... <laughs> Oh, will love me in despair. Yes. <laughs> um. So I think while, while all of this chaos is happening, I think Zell, in their like super lucky and like vibes that they've got going on, sees one of like the carts with like this stuff that they're injecting people, like starts to fall over, and one of the vials pops out, and they go to grab it, and they manage to grab it and not be seen because everyone's looking at Molnia. And they just slide it in their pocket and then at, like do a super cool, like I wasn't up to anything and like slide up against a wall somewhere and be like, I've just been chilling here <laughs> against the wall doing nothing. I love it. That's so great. And I will just say with all this chaos being caused and everything, I do think it seems like a perfect opportunity to advance the crisis because we got people running in, we got people running in the half, but we got things going <laughs> over. Lightning everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so you have a club or a diamond. So club is indirect or collateral damage, and a diamond is creating tension or dread. A club. Take the club, okay. Um, seven of clubs. Uh, reluctance, terror. Sometimes the horror becomes too much, too much the, for the mind. Um, a citizen seen something important but refuses to speak. Uh, so you, in all this chaos, let's say that like you see somebody, like maybe they have their phone out because I feel like that's a big part of our our vibe is that we've got phones out. You see somebody with their phone and they like close it, like they do like the little powered out and like slide it in their pocket and then like look around at everybody, and you see them like slowly inching toward the door. 
um, while well, this is I, I I spot this while I'm in my corner rocking, like oh somebody's just as frightened as or, or afraid as I am. So I get up and I start walking over towards them. It's like, is everything okay? How are you doing? Like, do you need help getting out of here? Um, uh, does somebody does somebody want to play our citizen? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, go for it. Uh, nothing. You know, there's there's lightning and there's you know, hoodlums around and you know that's just that's just not my scene. I I think I need to get out of here. I mean, you know, the Gestapo is going to show up and. You know, I don't really have the time to spend all week, you know, in an interrogation room. Just I got a job. I got kids, you know, that kind of stuff. I Oh, I get that. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, but I, I'm just curious. Uh, why did you come here in the first place then? Well, I mean, you know, they're they're promising a cure. And isn't isn't that isn't that great? It's just wonderful. So you've been here before? I think they're going to take off now. Like they're going to try and run. They're going to try and run. It, it, but um, I'm going to um, use one of my tokens and offer friendship. Like, no, don't run. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm not here. I'm just curious. I saw you had your phone out and I was just, maybe you caught something that we couldn't see in this chaos. I mean, if you've been here before, maybe you know more that you can tell me about this organization. Isn't that how it starts, though? Oh yeah, just let me see my your phone. You know, let me see what you know. <laughs> and then pretty soon, like, you know, you know, I'm behind bars, or you know, you're going through my phone and you're finding stuff that, you know, I don't want you to see that, you know, maybe not be necessarily be your business. So um, you know. And I'd rather not, you know, you you're just gonna incite mass panic, okay? I don't think you understand. I, I mean, you say I'm going to incite mass panic, but like you're the one who you see the situation. You're trying to make an exit, so you understand that some of the panics already happened, and we're just here to kind of get answers so that we can be ready for if anything goes bad in a situation. And you're just doing your civic duties to help us out. Can I spend two tokens at once? Uh, I feel like you need to probably like you need like one I, at a time. I was going to do like one, and then it's kind of like following it up after my first one's done. Yeah, let's start with the first like, one and then see where, where it goes. So first one is bursting on the scene dramatically. <laughs> so I see this conversation oh, yes. going down. So I immediately, uh, after I get mugged by this horde of people, I don't have anything left other than my martial arts skills, my athleticism. I see the this interaction going on. I see the phone kind of being waved around, you know, like slid into the pocket, pulled back out, all sorts of things. So I'll sprint over, snatch the phone out of the hand, and kind of be like, oh, oh, is this not such a big deal, huh? So why do you need it back if there's really nothing on it? We could we just break this right here, like get rid of it. And then my other token would just be to admit that I value someone. And I'm going to say for once that I value Ifwit for their ability to talk to someone. Like, you know what? This is, I see that, you know, why your ability is good now. Like you have this, you can reflect on the emotions of the other person you're talking to and kind of and also the suspicious way that I have in a weird warped brain of my character that you can really get into someone's dark secrets and pull it out of them by, you know, switching into this. But at the same time, we need more of that being able to reflect others' feelings and kind of reach them. 
and and just to break that that, that trust that you just had, I'm going to freak you out by being like, oh, give me the phone. And I transform into the person we're just talking to to unlock their phone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. I don't like that. Okay, let's not do that one again. But <laughs> then I'll, I'll hand you the phone so we can see, uh, see if we can get access to this thing. And I'm able to just copy the person's appearance and unlock their phone. And oh, that's that's very rude. It's, you don't see me walking around with your face, unlocking your stuff. I mean, there's nothing to hide in here. Like if you're, if you want to so, just walk away from so, this. I think it's all. I think it's all. This is happening, and I'm like, I see, I see you all grabbing this phone from this person. I like Zell knowingly has like something in their pocket that they shouldn't have. I think Zell's gonna start walking towards everyone, and be like, "Hey, y'all, maybe it's time to go back to the skyline, and so we can like regroup and reconvene and." Talk about stuff that we've learned today. It's been very insightful, I think. You need to learn how to be subtle. <laughs> that subtle is not in Zell's vocabulary. <laughs> it's a big word, okay? <laughs> Multiple it has syllables. two syllables. It's a big <laughs> word. Zell knows what they're good at, and words are not one of them. Um, I want to spend a token. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna protect others by place, placing myself in the way. So we have these these uh, hoodlums from the sewers coming in and getting rowdy in the hospital. Um, so I want to spend my token to resolve that. Oh, I thought I thought we resolved that by Molnia being like storm goddess, scattering them. And yeah. Oh, did we? The okay. Wind. Okay. Then never mind. Don't. Oh yeah, me. they're all gone. <laughs> okay, I thought that was still going on like during all of this. I apologize. No, you're good. You're good. You were distracted because you're playing an NPC. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I think I want to try and corral everybody. Um, but as we're heading back, I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself a token and I'm gonna increase the crisis. Ooh! We're heading into act two, kids. <laughs> oh, another spade. I got two, two spades, two. so I don't have a uh, choice. <laughs> Damn, okay. Um, Act two, act two. I'm going to take the, there's a four and a queen. I'm going to take the four because I feel like the higher ones are not, I feel like the lower ones maybe are less painful. My queen, queen of spades is my favorite card. So I'm a little hurt, but I understand your reasoning. <laughs> uh, well, if I would have taken that one, all of our hard moves would have cost us two tokens moving forward. Love it. Um, That's fine. I have plenty. Okay. Uh, Oh god, this one's this okay. Uh weakness, exhaustion, eventually the screams just become background noise. Everybody learns a new easy move called leave them to their fate. That sounds kind of dark. So basically we develop apathy and say fuck these people as a new easy move. I'm pretty sure Molnia already had that basically. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you gave Molnia that doesn't mean that they technically <laughs> had it. Molnia wasn't gaining tokens. Molnia was just doing that anyway. Just for funsies. <laughs> I really love that Captain Jupiter can do the Ben Affleck meme now where he's just like smoking and he hears something and just <sighs> just standing up against the wall wishing he had Dunkin' Donuts. Exactly. Dropping all the Dunkin' Cups on the ground. 
Yeah. All right. Um, so now that we're moved into act two, let me read the description for act two. So act two is when the crisis begins to truly make itself known. You now draw three cards when you invite the crisis to act. If you would discard a spade during this act, instead place it on the top of the crisis deck. So we just start stacking the crisis with spades at the top. Um, And once we get to four, then we move into act three. So, uh, so I think what happens though, is I think that we, I think that as we're leaving um, and we're heading back up to the, uh, to the skyline to like kind of piece all of our evidence and whatnot together, the thing that gives us this like moment of apathy is that as soon as we're like out of earshot, like kind of rounding the corner, all the sewer people rush back into the building. Like we, we scared them for a minute, but they like saw we left and just like went back in and we all kind of did the, like, we have bigger fish to fry right now. Like even Zell was like, y'all like, we can't keep punching people. Like, I mean, I don't know that it's fun for some folks, but like, we really got to Like, we got to help the rest of them. And like, we, we just solve this can't. crisis. We got to solve the crisis. And I don't think the sewer people were, tr- were hurting anybody. They were just messing up the lab. And I'm not convinced that the lab is a good place yet. Anything. It's very Robin hood of these sewer people. They have nothing. Let them have something. Let them ruin like some medical equipment. We don't know um, if it's really medical equipment. So I was anyway. gonna say quote unquote medical equipment. Well, yeah, quote unquote. Well, is it that is it not more dangerous if it's not medical equipment to leave them to it? They won't know what to do with it. They're sewer people. But that would <laughs> still make it dangerous in their hands. Maybe we should think about bringing it back with us. Oh, and that's when Zell just like quietly pulls out of their pocket, like, but I did. I knew <laughs> I it. got one. <laughs> Sticks it back in their pocket. I just say I'm picturing Zell like the adoring fan from Oblivion. <laughs> if anyone has, play- has played this, <laughs> Elder Scrolls Oblivion. No, okay. It's been a long no, time sorry. since I played that game. I'm sorry. I do remember the adoring fan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. So, do we want to say we're we're like back up in like our skyline, headquarter yeah. area? Yeah. Um. So, what are we do? Like, what are we what are we doing with us? Like, I have a vial of stuff. Uh, I do not have skills to do anything appropriate with this. That's okay oh. because I have enhanced senses. So, Ooh. um, I'm just a walking CSI lab. So, if you give me some time, I can analyze this. And I don't have a move for this, but yeah, it's um, just like your power. Yeah. And the rest of us are gathered on a table to watch the videos that were recorded on the person's phone that we borrowed. Borrowed. Yes. Borrowed. Borrowed. <laughs> and I love that will... we, we get back up there. You probably have to like change back into <laughs> that person again to unlock the phone because it's locked by this point. I'm still trying to imagine how to like, do we just do you all just ride the elevator up or do we like fly up there? Like, is somebody like riding on my shoulders as I fly them up there? Like, I would have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a teleporter. Not yeah, all of us have powers. Your gadgets are gone. So you yeah, can't. I'll t- I take like a hundred flights of stairs up. Yeah. <laughs> I have impossible agility. So I just parkour my way to the top. That's great. Like Medeos is like walking up the stairs. I'm like literally bouncing on the railings all the way up. 
Oh, Molnia can also fly, so taking two steps at a time. <laughs> cool kid. <laughs> okay, cardio is important. All right, so we have two things that we that we have in terms of like figuring out what's going on. So, what do we see on the phone? And also, I will remind everybody that one of us is the problem. Now, do we get to decide? There, uh, yeah, it's or is it's, it the card? Like, would the cards tell us? There's no cards that will tell us who, that one of us is officially the problem. It's as we tell the narrative, we can declare that somebody is the problem. I already have my suspects. <laughs> who are your suspects i'm very curious player earl is just over there being like it's not fucking me this time because <laughs> if, folks... if what accidentally has my face on as they're suspicious of everyone mm. for, um, for all of our listeners we did a test a test recording that has not been released that was a slasher flick game where at the end of it i asked all the players to tell me who was the killer and everyone picked earl's character which Earl didn't know we were going to do this. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Nobody knew we were going to do it. And they all just picked I mean, Earl because to be fair, Earl was like the, video yes. recording all of the murders. Yes. And to be fair, I agree with this. <laughs> that's so it great. was hard not to see once you knew the twist. Like, yeah, it makes complete oh sense. But, but that's um, why Earl's very adamant. It's not him. Got it. Got but, it. Um, okay. So what do we see on the, what do we see on the phone? So this person was trying to record the mob running through the 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 building because oh my gosh what is this ridiculous sewer dwellers coming into the building however in the background they catch someone through an open door in the medical area getting an injection and they just fall over Mm, okay. And then I'll leave it up to our, our lovely Captain Jupiter to figure out why they fell over. Oh, as as what the contents of the container are? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've I've had this figured out since we walked into the, the facility. Um these are highly specified replicating nanites. So people are becoming replaced literally from the inside out so gnarly is the okay so then the video could be somebody getting injected and seeing them being replicated in real time or parts of the process happening mm -hmm. and like them kind of being whisked away while this hordes going on yeah um all right i'm gonna give myself a token and advance the crisis. We're all making too much headway right now. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you get three spades? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a five, a jack, and a seven of spades. So that Does that mean up. other two are going back on top? Sure are. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm going to take the seven. The other two back on top. Amazing. We're gonna wrap we're gonna wipe out act two real fast. <laughs> Seven of spades. <laughs> um 
Chaos, panic, you were woefully unprepared. Your plans have failed. All heroes lose their tokens. So everyone loses all tokens. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> um, so what I'm going to say is that the chaos, the panic, the thing that we were woefully unprepared for, our plans have failed. Um, I'm going to say that our apathy with the sewer folks is part of our problem. And I'm going to say that what happened is when we left and they started wrecking everything, they inadvertently turned the vial into a noxious gas form. And so now there's like this cloud coming out from that building and, and like the people, everybody that was in the building are like suffocating and like, like that process is happening to everybody that was in the building that wasn't already a replicant. Um, and we're getting this through like live feeds of people watching things because like surveillance is everywhere. Um, and we're seeing the panic as like this, this like gas cloud seems to be expanding from the building. And I'm going to be better than say, to say, I told you so. We should not have left them there with vows we did not understand. Um, but now we have a problem to solve. So what are Captain Jupiter's powers? Um, I have, um, as far as powers, I have super strength, invulnerability, enhanced senses, super speed, and flight. So just like traditional Superman, except I don't have eye beams because I don't think they make sense as much as I love them. Okay. I think I think Zell's going to look at Molnia and be like, Molnia, can't you just like... And like starts making like a like a twister motion. <laughs> and like, can't you just like you could do it, right? Like you could just like whip some air up and just like just like suck it up into the sky. I mean, what happened? Who cares if a couple birds turn into replicants? Can I take up a, a, a card now? Are you gonna increase our crisis? Well, I want to play the seasons. Oh, yeah, go for it. Take the seasons. Um and um, I think I'm going to cause chaos by <laughs> increasing the howling winds. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, so I'm going to take the move. Um, yeah, plant a seed for the future. Uh, what do you do? So the way this is manifesting is that the winds are blowing and this cloud that was a minor problem is now becoming a wider swept problem. And also, I want to advance the crisis. Can I, uh, before we move to the next card, can I gain a token quick? And I'm going to ask, does anyone else here feel guilty now that we no, I we are causing guilty. this to go further on? You see Zell in the corner, and they just very slowly raise their hands up into the air, and they're like, I feel very guilty right now about a lot of things but mainly that I think we're turning people into robots. I, 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 I'm just going to go watch TV. You folks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, you get a token for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say, so I, because I think before we do the increase in the crisis, I did ask Molnia if they were going to, if they could swirly wind us out of this. Um, I want to give Molnia a chance to tell me if they can or not well i 
I could have uh, removed this noxious gas, but the winds have gotten too powerful now and have spread it too far for me to remove. Um, no, I was just—I was going to try and do one of my moves, but I don't have. I don't have an actual token to all of our tokens. <laughs> okay, well, and I was, gonna, I was looking out. to see if I, I was looking to see if I had like an easy move that would somehow through my like spunkiness, but I don't. Okay, so Ray wanted to advance the crisis. Yeah, Jupiter. <laughs> so we have two spades and a diamond, and diamonds mm. are. Girl's, girl's best, best friend. friend. They are. <laughs> they are also uh, creating tension and dread, which are also notoriously girls' best friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, which, which what would you like? Uh, I want to pick a spade, please. Uh, would you like the five or the jack? Oh, let's go with the jack. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> go big or go home. Yeah, exactly. Um, Captain Jupiter dies. <laughs> I'm a little suspicious um, of Captain Jupiter. <laughs> uh, extinction, collapse. The city's heart has been ripped free. It still moves. It doesn't know it's dead. Uh, actually, this... Uh, oh, not really. So what we're supposed to do now, if you have a printed version of the streets in front of you, please rip it up as it is no longer a viable place. Oh. I the audio of this. Oh. I didn't hear any of yours, Corey. I'm sorry. No. Um, but that is part of this game. Like you, you can yeah. literally just like, just like things get destroyed. So the streets are no longer playable. Um, and I think, actually, I'll give it to Ray. Ray, what does this look like for the streets to be destroyed? Um, I think that. In this panic, as this cloud is expanding over the city, and we're up here on our tower watching, um, I think it's just widespread panic, and quite literally, like the streets are getting torn down, like the vibrant lights, like people are going, like basically it's rats in a sinking ship. They're doing whatever they can to get away, and... This panic is causing riots and it's getting just out of hand and out of control. And right. we can just sit here and idly watch as All I gain right. a token. Um, <laughs> so act three is when heroes and crisis directly clash. The draw reduces back to two cards, but if you draw a spade card, you must play it. If you draw and... two spades, play one, shuffle the other back into the deck. Once six spades cards have been played to the table, play proceeds to the finale. And we know one of the top cards is a spade. So yes. How many spade cards do we currently have? Four are on the table. So we only need two more. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. And one of them is going to come right away. So. Yeah, and we whoever does the next whoever does the next crisis welcome uh, gets it. So. Um, I'm gonna gain a token here. Uh, do an easy move of losing myself in past trauma, because now I'm feeling I've let the people down, like the you know, like my people, the poor, the downtrodden. 
now they're the damned. Yeah, they're fighting each other now, and I did fuck all to save them. I just come rushing back into the room. I've been watching this on TV. You don't, but you, I, I, I beat the scrounders right there, and now it's gone. It's like covered in smoke. What are we going to do? Um, I'm going to pick up the sirens because I pick it up when things seem like they couldn't get any worse. Um, and I'm going to say. We're, I'm gonna. The moves are put out a fire with gas. Put, put out a fire with gas. Yeah, we're putting out a fire with gasoline. That's what we're doing. Um, I was like, let me read these. Nope, I got it. So, the sirens have arrived. They're all in their uniforms. They are basically like in riot gear and like lining the streets. And they are basically as people are running away from the cloud, they are forming barricades everywhere and pushing people back to the cloud, like back towards this fog. Um, And like, they're kind of keeping just enough distance that they're not in it, but they're preventing anybody from coming out or going past them, even if they've not been, in the fog yet. Uh, so what do, what do, actually, if when you were the one watching on TV, you see this. Yes. What do you do? I, 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 oh, we need it. We need it. We need a game plan. We need something. We need to help people. How, well, how can we help people? We don't know who to help or who to trust now. Um, we, uh, we could, no, I can't change into that. No, that doesn't help us. Um, Captain Jupiter, can you go and like, I don't know, like dig a hole in the ground and have the the poison go into the sewers? Don't worry. I've got this handled. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to spend a token to do this. Um, I am I'm going to use my powers and um, I am going to destroy an overwhelming obstacle. So um, since it is such of a widespread like gas out there, uh, this nanite cloud, um, I am going to create a tornado with my super speed plus flight. And mm. I want to suck this cloud up and disperse it. Um, I'm I'm gonna gain a token by supporting someone's plan or action, and then like as you're describing it, I'm gonna like nudge Molnia and be like, "That's what I wanted you to do. I wanted you to do this to speak the swirls, like." And I'm like cheering on and like and like my brain is like, "Oh my god!" But like if you two did this together, you could just like you'd probably like warp time itself. I saw that once in a comic book. <laughs> Um, and at the suggestion, Molnia again sighs heavily <laughs> and says, "Well, I might as well be helpful," and flies off and helps make a tornado. Wait, Molnia, I have a very important question for you. Are you mm. trying to live up to my expectations? Yes. I get a token. Because that was my lure. <laughs> and oh. this, feels, 
This feels that like a really great opportunity to advance the crisis while they're doing this because you also have that windstorm coming in. But I do want to give oh. I want to give uh, Medeos a moment. Do you, what are what are you doing during all this chaos? Hold on. Um, oh, sorry. Before we do that, um, if what you gain a token because you're playing into my lore. Um, whenever a hero relies on your strength, adding to your burden, they gain a token. All right, Medeos, what are you doing? So I'm going to go out to, like, say we have a balcony or something on our level that we're hanging out on. I'm going to go out and just leaning over the side. Ted hung, hung low. I can't really do anything. Just starting to feel helpless again. Um, my first thought is maybe go open the doors and try to evacuate some people, bring them inside the skyscraper. Mm, and I okay. just start going to evacuate him. So I'm gonna, you know, while they're they're game planning that, I just gotta go rogue and start heading down the stairs and seeing who I can let in. Just try and duck and let them all the way upstairs. I was say how far the good stuff up is. is this? <laughs> I don't know. I'll take the elevator. Um, I don't have a grappling right. hook anymore, so I can't just slide down the building. Um. Uh, all right. I feel like it'd be a good time to advance this bad boy. Yep. Oh, fine. Two spades. Yay. But really, really, we'll shuffle the other one back in. Um. So, because uh, I think if it was the one that said it first, do you want the two or the five? The two. Okay. Here, and then I'll shuffle these in a second. Two of spades. This could... Um, oh God. Oh, that's never great thing to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Annihilation, forgotten. The crisis claims a victim so thoroughly that not even a memory remains. I'm gonna. Oh, but it's three people. Wait, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest something, and I know this is gonna hurt emotionally. Medeos, what is the name of your friend? <laughs> I don't know. I'm bad at giving, getting good names. Eric Crumride, make it really hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Perfect. How about we go with Nathaniel? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That works. Let's go with that. Definitely not Richard. So, definitely not Richard. Um, not Richard. So, Nathaniel, so you see your friend in the middle of this fog cloud, and they come, they're like rushing out of it and grabbing people that are trying to get away and pulling them in. So like they fully become this replicant thing and they are now like dragging people into the fog cloud to turn them as well. Um, and that's what you like, you see that maybe that's what you saw right before you went down to start rescuing people and bringing them upstairs. Um, but like at this point, you'll never mention his name ever again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he's dead to me. Yeah. All right. Um, Molnia and Jupiter, as you all are tornado clouding. Oh, let me shuffle these cards. Actually, while we're doing this. Uh, okay. Does it look uh, choreographed? Are we like? doing a routine with this spinning or is it just or i guess maybe tell us like tell us what happens like what happens when you do all this like does the cloud disappear because like how are we managing it's an obstacle it but it's, yeah what is it what's it doing 
I was thinking of like dispersing like the end of the funnel into space because I love it whenever heroes solve problems by just Dump space. <laughs> that just solves all problems. I like that. Molnia, does that work for you? Yeah, I mean, Molnia was not like the mastermind of this plan. So they're just going along with whatever Captain Jupiter wanted to do. All right. And I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to take a token and invite Crisis to advance because I feel like while we've taken care of like a large element of this crisis, like we still have this it's still a thing and now we have like a chunk of this city that is now turned into like replicant people. Were any people left behind? Was it just like the smoke where people get getting caught up in this? Like how we saw replicants in it? Well, we still have replicants that we didn't yeah. deal with. Yeah. Do you want? Do you want like people being left behind in there, or like even people got evacuated at the space because they were? I know. What do we? No, what do we? I think? feel like there are people. Like I feel like we need some casualties there. Like, oh. <laughs> like some people got. Well, it's even up to the heroes. It's I mean, to the heroes who are doing their spinning. <laughs> I mean, I just literally dropped a tornado in the middle of a crowded city block. I think there's going to be some casualties. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone got evacuated to space, but they did get <laughs> thrown into walls, having like signs slam into their heads. You know, ejected to Kansas. Oh god, various no. tornadoy <laughs> things. Do you both get tokens for even to their fate? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what happens happens. So, um, all right, I'm taking the six of clubs. Um, so this is uh. Tension upheaval. The countdown has started. Destruction isn't far off. Add an item that poses a threat to the city. Um, I think that when we we made this massive tornado, it it like fucked up the building that initial like hospital lab building that stuff was in, and I think it like collapsed down. Mm -hmm. But in doing so, like there's so much equipment and so much stuff in there that it's starting to like simmer and like the whole thing might there's so many chemicals that the whole thing is definitely going to blow. It's like this. And if it does, we don't know, like, if, is it going to spread the, the stuff everywhere? Is it going to just explode and kill a lot of people? <laughs> just kill a lot of people. Is it going to do that instead? Like we're we're not sure what the outcome of it will be, but I think the building is now a problem. Told you we should have collapsed it. <laughs> um, I think at this point, let's see Zell. I I feel like Zell needs to do something. Um, I am going. Ooh, wait. I still have a lingering thing from before when we had people trying to, when I asked for a thing that we needed when we were all getting filmed and I made a note that we'll get something later. Um, I think the thing that we that we get is a message from the people in the sewers saying we, we have another way to get into the building that could potentially stop whatever's about to happen. 
while our methods might have been different, I think our end goal is the same. So will you help us? Are you reading that like off to us? Message? Yeah, I'll say like I got the we got I got the message mm -hmm. like a I got a saucy DM on a social media platform. <laughs> Not the saucy DM. I feel like we we kind of reconvene on the streets after the tornado settled. There's just kind of like things littered everywhere. You you start reading off this message as you know. There's like a a loud humming coming from that building. Um, that we were at previously again and ready to blow. And I'll just say. I think we act. We should team up with these, these folks. They, this might be our only chance of stopping this. Uh, I think we can handle this pretty well on our own. Um, um Molnia, uh, sort of stands side by side with Captain Jupiter, and says, "While the ends do seem to be." enough to justify the means is working with these people worth it. And I'm going to gain a token for refusing to try something new. <laughs> and I'm going to gain a token for berating someone's failure and say, well, I guess technically it's a failure and a success. You successfully failed. Successfully, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, saving these civilians in the streets that counted on us to protect them—they're—they're they're gone. We wiped out this entire block. Like, how can you be proud of there and just sit there and not think of trying to do something else at this time? Because, um, oh, go ahead. Because unlike us, um, they don't have any training. They don't know what they're doing. They're just a mass mob ready to destroy whatever they find. It's our job to keep the order. I mean, that's what everybody looks to us to do, right? Could you imagine what it would be like if we weren't here? It would add um if it sticks up. Um uh not 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 to throw a wrench in it, but I think today would be better if we were not around. We were the ones to Cause the chaos in the buildings. We would once we have them, a bunch of uh, a mob unattended with this dangerous chemical. We didn't understand. We're the ones who spatted people to walls. I don't know if we are the moral good that they're looking for right now. You know, this unruled mob has people like us to guide them. Maybe some right can come out of it for once. So that like looks up at everybody and is like, okay, but like. Are we going to the sewers? Are we going to try and put the thing out? Because I think um, I'm not good with, with bombs or explosives or such things. Um, but it doesn't sound like we have a lot of time. And it seems like I, it could be really bad. And I, I kind of don't want to be standing here when it, you know, er, er, erupts everywhere. And I think that is just a bad cue to advance the crisis, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. that. Well, kids, do we get our final spade? We've we've reached our final spade. Oh, <laughs> um, this is 
I'm going to hold this up. I've got a three of spades. I'm going to read this description. And I think this is going to play in very nicely to something I had in my brain. Guilt, shame. You had tried to keep everyone from knowing to forget the past won't stay buried. Reveal the worst thing your hero has done. I think this is the moment. And I'm going to let Ifwit decide who it is. <laughs> where one of us gets identified as the baddie. So if wit. So um I like I said, I think we have been the cause of a lot of today's of today's events. And I don't think that's been on accident. I think if you look at today's events, um, we had, you know, like somebody ordered somebody to blast a hole in the wall, somebody stole a vowel from the laboratory, somebody then had us leave the situation while it was still in flux and um, has really kind of been the one who told you folks to jump down there and start spinning the tornado, even during this windstorm. I don't think Zell is acting in the best interest of humankind or this group. Zell, like, it's really quiet for a second and just like, okay, listen, no, it's not... It's not that I was trying to act in a bad interest. I just, I thought what they were doing down there was going to be helpful. And I thought that they were making people better. And I was just trying at first to just make sure that like people would be okay. Because it's so hard always having to save people and they just don't seem to care that we save them anymore and like I've lost so many people in my life and I just wanted I just wanted everyone to be okay and I don't I listen I messed I messed up a lot today it, it's not my best moment I don't I don't know how to make it right Um, I'm gonna take a token here and uh, I'm going to seek action rather than introspection. <clears throat> and um, everyone else is free to stop me. I don't want to take away any autonomy. But I also think Captain A Jupiter, pardon, I was going to say Captain Atlas, but Captain Jupiter um, picks you up by your scruff, like shirt scruff, and holds you up. And I'm like, you know, I think I could solve a lot of problems. By breaking you in two. I'm going to use a token. And Captain, it's been a rough day. They have not helped us at all. But I've always looked up to you because you've, you're better than most of us. You are the thing that we all inspire to be. And if you were to just kill him and kill him and COVID, what type of example would you set? How would this solve today's issue? Like, we still have a crisis going on down there. We can deal with them later, but this right now does not help the situation. It wouldn't be in cold blood. Their temperature is 99.2. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say uh, that's an excellent line. Temperature is ninety nine That's a very Drax thing to say. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, Medios and and Molnia, how are you responding to all of this? 
Um, well, I'm kind of just like shattered at this moment because Zell took my only friend from me. Basically, the only thing I had left. But at the same time, I know what it's like just want to help someone. So I kind of have to try to see if I have like a move for this. I guess I'm going to. How many tokens does it take? Is it back back to one or is it still two? Uh, it was all. It's always been one. We never, we never got. We didn't get the card that we almost got. Oh, we oh, almost did. Card. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna spend one, and so I've, I, I fall to my knees, kind of thing, and just like as I'm thinking about like everything I've lost, and I'm going to spend a token to get back up despite the pain, and instead of using it in the physical sense, we'll do it in like the heartbroken sense, kind mm-hmm. of thing, and I'll just kind of like walk over, and stand in front of Zell too, and like. But my like a hand on like Captain Jupiter's shoulder, like his other arm. I assume like if it's on one side, and then I'll kind of walk over to the other, and be like this is this isn't the way we like. We can have them make this right. We don't have to just end this. They can still make amends. We're not the executioner here. Um. And again, Molnia, who's been sitting back trying to let the mortals figure things out for themselves for once, sighs and says, I see we're getting nowhere, and gains a token by lashing out over a misunderstanding and sends a lightning bolt at Captain Jupiter. Or Captain Jupiter. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I love this. Um, okay, so we're in the we're in the final round. So the, the way that this works, um, and I'm kind of glad we didn't like I didn't put all this out so we could like meta game and like try and formulate how we wanted the deck to play out because I think this is going to work out mm-hmm. actually well. So the final the finale plays out very differently than the rest of the game. During this phase, play will go around the table with each player taking a turn. On your turn, you will choose one of the spades cards on the table and declare what aspect of the crisis it represents and how you will attempt to overcome it. But before you can make this attempt, something must be sacrificed. Choose one of the cards on the table. So, and like, we didn't do this super well of like jotting down like NPCs or other things um, or some other aspect of your character from the playbook and destroy it. Um, you should explain how it was lost in the attempt. Uh, the other thing you can do is a hero can automatically overcome an aspect of the crisis by sacrificing themselves. In this case, cross out the name on their playbook and say how they died overcoming this aspect. The spade card is discarded without needing to draw something from the crisis deck. Um, and then the way that we overcome the cards is you'll... I'll tell you the, what the spades we have. We'll draw a card from the crisis deck. And if it is higher than the card that you're going up against, you succeed. Um, if it's not, then you fail. You can try again, but you have to sacrifice something else. Uh, so I, Zell, I think, because I want to be dramatic, because um, I'm having a moment. So right now on the table, we have two, we have a two, a three, a four, a seven, a jack, and a king. Um, Zell is going to take the king, which I'm going to say is the burning building. Um, and Zell says, I've got it. And they 
pull their phone out where they got the directions from the, the folks in the sewer and they say, I will, I will take care of the mess that I have made. Um, and they kind of look at everybody and like the, the normal, like peppy excitement that they normally have is greatly dwindled. Um, and they, they're like, I, I don't think Zell gets to come back from this. If somebody comes out of that building, they're not going to be me. They're going to be whatever it is that the mess is that I've created, but they won't be me. I won't be me anymore if I come out. Um, and they hop down into the sewers before anybody can say anything. Um, and they go off to disarm, like to kind of get in there and try and stop whatever thing is happening. Um, and they will be successful, but they will not come back out. Um, I have to cross my name off on my play sheet. Please hold. Oof. Rough. All right. Um, I don't think we do this in any particular order. So there's a two, there's a two, a three, a four, a seven, and a jack. Um, so I think everyone will get one and then somebody will get a second one. Um, does anyone want to start with one of the one of the spades? So we pick a card and then you have to you said then, if you want to try and succeed, you have to sacrifice something and then we draw a card from the deck to see if it it's higher. To, and it has to be higher than it. Right. Okay. So the higher the higher spade we pick. Less likely chance. Yeah, and you're cool. not in a bad spot because you've got like a two, three, and four should all be pretty. Mm -hmm. And aces count as eleven. So face cards are ten, aces are eleven. So what can you sacrifice? Basically anything on your sheet. So your powers. Um, it says, um, uh, before you can make this attempt, you must something must be sacrificed. Um, so it could be it, like we could sac you could sacrifice you can pick a thing so like you could sacrifice our headquarters for some reason you could sacrifice an item that you've got you can you know maybe for you it's it's certain abilities and that come with your flux abilities um, like maybe not being able to flux anymore I'm gonna just to go middle I'm gonna go seven okay what are you sacrificing I am sacrificing not my abilities but uh, one of the questions is what felt thought about my original form and my shape. So my they will no longer be able to take their original form, their original shape. Mm. They are just kind of in a constant state of flux now. All right. And what what part of the stuff that's going on are you trying to contend with? Well, we, I mean, the, the, so the cows are dispersed, but they still have damage. So I'm going to try to wall off the city and try to keep people in so that replicants don't get further out of the city. Okay. So trying to like, contain what has happened to this this small city. Okay. Um. Then I will, I'll draw your cards just so you can see it. Oh, you got a queen. Queen. <laughs> you are successful. So. So, so yeah, I mean, I guess long-term is we're able to, I'm able to ask Captain Jupiter and Mountaineer to 
Like just like really quickly just drop like cement walls around like maybe like a you know four or five block radius of this of this building so that nobody gets in, nobody gets out. Um the immediate threats of the crowds are gone, but we still had these things that we wanted to contain. So uh who would like to go next? There's a two, a three, a four, and a jack. Um Molnia will take the jack. Okay. Um, and tell me, what does the jack represent in terms of the crisis, and what are you sacrificing to try and stop it? Um, so, Molnia is honestly at the, the events of the last however long this has taken place over, <laughs> um, have really showcased just the best and worst parts of humanity. And Molnia just wants to preserve that. And so they plan to sacrifice themselves in order to um, remove the obstacle of the uh, the replicants, basically the or how should the like evangelicalness of the replicants, I guess. Okay, what do you what do you kind of like just getting rid of them so in their entirety, or like? No, so getting rid of, so we talked about how the replicants could theoretically be programmed to do certain things, right? Right. Well, that programming is coming from something. So Zell is taking care of the chemicals, the gas, the, the things that are going to actually convert more people. So Molnia is going to get rid of the computer or whatever it is that is doing all of the controlling all of the replicants essentially okay i got like i get that um okay and and what does it look like when you find this and and how how do you get sacrificed in the process so essentially so uh molnia goes down to where the building was and um, goes down underneath the sewers, much like Zell did, um, but finds a vast, vast uh, network of um, computers, essentially, that are controlling all of these uh, replicants. It, it's huge amounts of processing power needed, uh, but it's underground. And in order to destroy all of it, Molnia will have to call down the most powerful lightning bolt ever, basically, to get down underneath the ground and destroy all of it. And in the process of doing so, sacrifices themselves. All right. Um, Captain Jupiter or Medeos, we've got a two, a three, and a four left. Um, I'll take the four, I guess. Okay. And um, I'm going to have this targeted at um, like the mental health of the folks looking 
for Cure All. Uh, okay. Like their crisis, like there, there were people streaming out of this place, thinking there was something better for them, not knowing, you know, they were coming out on the other end as no longer themselves. So, um, I'm gonna try and like my character has been known to be like the loner, suspicious of people, not wanting to be involved, and now realizing like that's not gonna fix anything. Crime fighting is not really going to be the way, so I'm going to be trying to like set up, um, some kind of just facility for plate people to go. It doesn't necessarily have to be like um, you know, like a inpatient center or anything. Like you come and go as you please, but it's just somewhere where you can be comfortable. You can be you, and if you have some kind of pains going on, we'll do our best. Like we'll like through charities, whatever, and yeah, um, just try and help people get better and kind of get over the need to feel like they need this magical medicine that no yeah. matter what's going to happen, you'll be better, but you're not you, but it's still going to be worth it I, in their head. Right. I like uh, that because it's going to tie into mine. And then your card is an ace. Nice. So you did it. So I like the idea that like you kind of took like, I don't want to say policing, but like some of that like first response, like kind of the the vibes of like, the need for something and you create it and like, you know, you're not a whole person and you created like community engagement and community support and kind of facilities, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I felt like that's just like the complete foil of being a loner and yeah. Dark shadow figure. All right. Captain Jupiter, you got a two or a three. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the two. Okay. And I'm going to give up my dream of a simple life. Mm, okay. And what aspect of the crisis are you contending with? Um, I think I want to contend with the future of, of these um, replicants as well. Um, you know, ensuring that they do not get overly policed that, you know, like curbing this as much as I can um and like doing what i can to improve their image um just through like what i'm supposed to be um, i feel like okay. yeah i feel like i feel like that situation how things resolve with zell and Mjol molnia molnia i feel like it it kind of was a sobering moment for Captain Jupiter about how far he'd fallen. Mm. And it it kind of recognizes him to wanting to go back to doing the good that he can do outside of the costume and take back up his his um his law practice and working in in that realm as well. Um and it's a two, so any card you draw is gonna equal or be better than so on wood. you have <laughs> two. <laughs> two. nice nice um all right so between ifwit medios and captain jupiter we have one card left so who would like to contend with the last bit of crisis and it is a, a three of spades I'm trying to think of what would be the last bit of the crisis in this situation yeah same here um, um the only thing i can think of is um 
Consolidation of power. <laughs> well, I was going to say we did destroy it, uh, so there's going to be a lot of people without homes. Mm. I was thinking of turning the sky base into a temporary housing as we rebuild the city. Um, there we go. I like that. So I don't know what else to sacrifice. <laughs> I guess you're I'm... sacrificing the sky base by yeah, you're sacrificing oh, yeah, okay. like your the 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 only safe like the only like quote unquote like safe space that you all had. You're turning it over to the general population. Yeah. So yeah. you're kind of sacrificing your home. Oh, I have our home. Uh, so. <laughs> well, I mean, the ones of us who are still... <laughs> oh, come on! It's a two! <laughs> it's oh, no. <laughs> Alright. So, so we just lost our home. So, and... so... I think what happened is that you... There's such a distrust that people came in... And instead of like claiming it as a as home, I think they the door is open and all these people who don't trust you because they blame basically the three remaining superheroes in the war that they know of, because we were the last five in total, um, of causing all of this. And so they just wrecked everything. And they came in and just like wrecked the skies the sky tower. Um which why don't I, maybe the last bit then of the crisis is just a moment of restoring faith in you all as people. That. Um, if we need, do we need another thing to sacrifice? Because it could just be us disbanding as superheroes in general and never, you know. Outing yeah. them, you know, uh, like Watchmen yeah. style, like what, like you, you can no longer use your powers, you can no longer like be a vigilante, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, and you got an ace, so you were successful in disbanding as superheroes and never being allowed to do anything ever again. Um, what a way to end. A very um, uplifting note. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uplifting. I will say, I. Oh, I was gonna say that's very funny because. Captain Jupiter's remaining dream was a world without me. I didn't want it like this. <laughs> Not like this. All right, well, we finished. We played through our uh, crisis game. Um, yeah, this was wild. I I've, I've played one other belonging uh, outside of belonging game, which I, I super enjoyed. Um, the, the crisis element to this with the cards was new. Um, in terms of the system and yeah, I will, I will be revisiting this at some point. Uh, did we, did we hit the tone you were looking for? That was the tone I was going for. That was uh, good. I really liked it. Yeah. Bring it at home. Season finale. <laughs> season finale. Yeah. What a way to end season on. Finale. I died. Sacrifice you hope a greater good. <laughs> all right. So, um, why don't we uh, do this real quick and then we can, we'll wrap up. Um, but if people would like to be found on the internet, where can people find you? Um, and I will start with our good friend, Ifwit slash Earl. Uh, where can people find you on the internet if you'd like to be found? Well, I mean, at this point, who knows what social media website will pop up in the next five minutes. But <laughs> uh, as of now, you can find me on Twitter, Hive threads and view sky with the same name, which is break B R E A K a bone. 
um, I think I said it before I was on the show. It's just it was a really clever name when I was in junior high school. I used to think it was a really nice way of telling that somebody did just have all the luck in the world instead of breaking an egg. Um, <laughs> old stage thing, but uh, yeah. So that is, um, I think usually if you see that name, you can find me under some social media app on that. Uh, Ray, where can people find you on the internet? Oh boy. Um. Just look anywhere on social media wise for Mr. Ray RPG. Um, you, you'll find me there. If not, I have my own podcast. Um, it's called Two Dollar Creature Feature. It's a Monster of the Week game. It's I, I'm quite proud of it uh, personally. But um, if you haven't listened to it, I highly encourage you to listen to it because it's like supernatural, um, X Files y kind of fun shenanigans. Uh, Corey, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on mostly twitch.tv slash boondockjoker. Boondockjoker. Real easy. Real simple. Uh, and then on Twitter, on there as well. And like Earl was saying, on threads, I guess. That's the new one. Uh, I, <laughs> no blue sky invite, so I don't know what that's all about, but I'll find out eventually, I'm sure. That's um, just mostly dick, it's just, honestly. It's just, I mean, it's dicks and asses. Gay gay Twitter Twitter went to Blue Sky and said, this is our land. Um, Uh, uh, And then, yeah, that's that's really about it. And Dakota, where can people find you on the Internet? So I'm a fan of brand consistency. So you can find me on almost uh, all major social media, though. Again, we'll see which ones are major in a little bit Um, at Vision in Lilac. I also stream on Twitch so you can drop by there and see what I'm up to. Um, And as always, you'll see me around these TTRPG spaces. Um, As a reminder, you can find the Queer XP on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Um, I have not ventured to other places because I can barely keep up with those three. So hopefully by the time you hear this, at least one of those is still alive. Um, And as mentioned, maybe once or twice. So this is our season finale episode. What a way to end. Um, We will be taking a break. And my plan right now is to take the summer off, um, start recording again in September, and we'll launch season two in October. So feel free to, to drop a line. Uh, we do have a Discord space. If that's something you're interested in, find us on, on find me on Twitter somewhere and, and tell me you want to join. Um, and we'll get you plugged in so you can over the summer we'll probably be doing some tabletop one shots in our in our space, trying out some new games and seeing what's out there. But otherwise, this has been season one of the queer experience. I'm so excited that we made it. This will be 38 episodes in total. Um, so thank you to folks that are for joining. Thank you to all the guests that I've had over the course of the season. Um I could literally couldn't do it without all of the people that were part of it. So I appreciate everybody. Um, and we will see you next time. <laughs>